Here's what's making business headlines today. I'm Bryce, joined by Ren. It's Friday the 25th of November. So, Ren, where are we heading today? Well, Bryce, we're starting in China, heading over to Belgium, and then finishing in the US. Love it. Global. Well, let's start in China, where hundreds of workers have clashed with police at Apple's biggest iPhone factory in the nation. Tensions boiled over after workers had been subject to tough restrictions for almost a month as authorities tried to quash a COVID outbreak. The protest started over unpaid wages and fears of spreading infection within the factory. Several workers were injured and anti-riot police arrived to restore order. There is a workforce of more than 200,000 in the Zhenzhou factory known as iPhone City. The city has been in lockdown since October and many workers have been forced into isolation. Some reportedly left with little food and and lack of access to medication. Dozens of videos have emerged of the altercations and it really emphasises the growing unrest many Chinese residents feel as the government's COVID zero approach remains largely in place. Over 31,000 cases were reported yesterday, surpassing the previous peak of 29,317 recorded in April during Shanghai's months-long lockdown. Four deaths have also been reported in the past week. So while the world seems to be embracing a live with COVID strategy, China remains steadfast on their COVID zero strategy, despite the protests of people at home. But Bryce, let's move on to our second story. This man and this company seems to always be in the headlines despite all of our best efforts to get him out of them. Elon Musk and Twitter, what's he done today? Oh man, there's going to be so many documentaries about this guy, but Elon Musk's Twitter has shut its offices in Brussels, the capital of Belgium, as the fallout from his takeover of the social media platform continues. Now, the Brussels office employed about 7,500 people, but it was seen as a crucial base to communicate with European policymakers, and the shutdown has fueled fears that Twitter won't follow EU rules on moderating online speech. Musk has been tweeting polls recently on the platform, with the latest asking, should Twitter offer a general amnesty to suspended accounts provided that they have not broken the law or engaged in egregious spam? They had over 3 million votes, with 72% voting yes. And today, Musk said, the people have spoken, amnesty begins next week. We've already seen controversial figures such as Donald Trump, rapper Ye and Andrew Tate have their accounts reinstated on the platform. And given the result of this poll, expect to see more. Yeah, before he bought Twitter, Musk suggested he wanted to scale back its moderation rules to create a virtual town square that allows free speech. Well, Bryce, you know the unfortunate thing? Social media platforms can be a town square, but they also need to be a cash cow. And many advertisers have been critical of the changes with some pulling their advertising campaigns from the platform. And Elon Musk apparently bombed a call with advertisers early days uh, of his Twitter takeover. So we will see if Elon can strike the balance between free speech and commercial success that seemingly every social media entrepreneur has struggled to walk before him. Well, the stories will definitely continue, Ren, but let's move to our third where Deer & Co., the world's largest seller of farm tractors and crop harvesters, delivered a bumper quarterly report to investors this week. This has been a bit of a bellwether company for where the world's going this year. We've seen uh, really tough environmental conditions and natural disasters, which has affected farmers. We've seen food price inflation and we've seen increased prices of key farm inputs, namely uh, natural gas, which goes into fertiliser, and oil, which powers everything (laughs) on a farm and off a farm. (laughs) And so people have been watching deer to see how the world's farmers have been holding up. And based on 
Deer's latest result, they're holding up okay. That's it. Deer delivered $2.25 billion in profit for the three months from July to September, up from $1.28 billion in the same period last year. It was helped by Deer raising its prices along with more shipments of machinery that had been delayed by parts shortages earlier in the year. Deer said it delivered $400 million worth of large farm machinery during the most recent quarter that had been awaiting extra parts. Now, this was an exciting little bit of news and we're going to do a dive episode on it next week. Deer also introduced its first autonomous tractor this year and by yeah. 2030 it said it plans to have fully autonomous farming systems in place for row crops. So think corn, soybeans. Autonomous tractors. Yeah, fascinating development. Shares climbed over 5% after the report. The stock has gained about 25% this year compared with a 16% decline in the S&P 500 stock index. So incredible outperformance. But Ren, that brings us to the end of our three headlines for today. Closing out with a stat of the day, what have you got? Eight countries. Bryce, that is your stat of the day. Eight countries, namely the Democratic Republic of the Congo, Egypt, Ethiopia, India, Nigeria, Pakistan, the Philippines, and Tanzania. Do you know what those eight countries have in common? Huge populations. <laughs> Big populations, <laughs> but bigger populations coming. Those eight countries are expected to deliver more than half the projected increase in global population to 2050. Wow. Those eight countries will be the biggest drivers of population growth over the next 30 years. And on today's episode of The Dive, we wanted to go beyond the world's population number. We crossed 8 billion last week, but what does it actually mean? Where's the next leg of growth coming from? And what's that going to mean for economies and societies around the world? Big questions. Head over to The Dive as we try and answer them all in 15 minutes or less. Love it. Well, you can listen to that accompanying these headlines, but Ren, as always, we'll leave it there and have a great weekend. Sounds good. Good.